Wow Killer is a production of AMove.tv. Check out AMove TV for many more podcasts, multiple about Blizzard games. And for more of Taliesin's Wow coverage, check out Taliesin and Evitel on YouTube and Twitch.tv. Nine point one, more like nine point whoa. Welcome back to a new episode. Welcome back, everybody. This is Wow Killer. I'm Garrett. Trying not very hard at all to make Talies and laugh. How you doing, Tally? PTR, more like PT fart. Okay, okay. There's a pirate dragon, so we go, could go PTR, more like PTR. Chains of domination, more like chains of lobotomization. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm out. I got nothing. Uh, oh, thank goodness. I've got stuff to do today. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a PTR, man. We have. It's off. Uh, and like, okay, so the thing about this show, the thing about um, Wow Killer is a i've wasted far too much of my life on it but also um you know we we tend to we tend to hey look i'm an old man guy i'm not getting any younger um we tend to focus on one topic don't we for wow killer it's a one topic show laser focus focus on the topic don't you talk about anything else don't you even dare talk about that um and we tend to like sort of you know take pride in the fact that we're not like a news show not like a, a catch-up show or anything like that but then sometimes the world of warcraft gives us something which is just so topical that we would kind of be remiss to talk about it and and i think this is one of those shows Garrett. listen that was a lot of words to say that our one single topic today is 9.1 9.1 specifically the ptr and the things that have happened on the ptr because the ptr is here we've got data mining we've got things to play on the ptr how much time have you spent on the ptr garrett actually very little i traditionally don't really such a great show. what's that it's been such an informative show okay. for our listeners i could be listen, amazing. Listen. are you kidding me they're gonna be like they're gonna come away from this show so informed here's what i could do i could i could regale you and listeners with excuses like i have two i have less than two weeks left in this current semester of the masters that I'm getting. Um, but in reality, I like never play PTRs ever. My experience with PTRs is always, Ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. And you know what I'm looking at? Wowhead. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I'm looking at. Um, cause I, I, I frankly, I don't see much. Uh, I don't, I don't know why I'd want to go test the PTR. Frankly, you say you ain't no stitch. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna like gatekeep your snitchiness. Is that a thing I can do? I could be like, if you were real, if you were really not a snitch, you would forego the PTR entirely. Why? I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just defending <laughs> myself. You're, you're, you're giving. Surely keeping secrets shows what a not snitch I am. Surely putting myself into a, a situation where I know all of the things wrong with the PTR. I've read all the spelling mistakes. I know all the bugged quests, but I just don't tell Blizzard. That shows exactly <laughs> what a no snitch I am. And that's the thing. I do go into the PTR and I do play it. And I've already found many spelling mistakes. Have I written a single bug report? Have I fuck? Because I ain't no snitch. 
<laughs> I just feel guilty, Garrett. I feel guilty if I go onto the PTR and I find stuff that's wrong with it. So today we found a we found a mount which is called the silver something, and they left out the, the letter I on silver. Right? They didn't didn't fill it out properly, and it's like it's just spelt wrong. Like there's the whole mount spelt wrong, and we found it, and we were looking at it, and everyone in the chat was like, "Oh, you write a bug report," and we we're like, "No," because I feel sorry for whoever got it wrong. They're gonna get in trouble. Are they? You know, like when they get in trouble, I don't want it to be my snitching that got them in trouble. So I keep that. Sh- I keep that to myself. You know. And, I mean, well, I for yeah. one look forward to the sliver mount. So <laughs> it's a sliver mount. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, historically, I just don't really. I don't really. I don't really play the PTR. Um, I've I've never felt like personally. I've never really felt like playing it would give me all that much more understanding of what is to come than reading reports of what is to come. Um, because I, I get really excited about the data mining, and a lot of times the data mining is showing me a lot more than I would see if I was in there doing it myself anyway. Oh, yeah, and almost all kind of, like, uh, story elements and, uh, you know, like, the models and things like that. My experience of the PTR often comes from data mining and things as well. So, um, But this PTR uh, is something that uh is of great interest to me to play because a it's the first new content in wow since launch um of shadowlands and um secondly you know it is a patch which is going to be the gameplay of of 9.1 so i mean you said about any patch but it does feel like there are very strong elements of a 0.2 patch in 9.1. So, you know, what have we had in point one patches before? Uh, in the modern era that we recognize, um, uh, so Legion, we had, uh, you know, we had not a new area or zone. We had some new quests that popped up, like Hellier-themed quests uh, in Stormheim. And we had, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Karazhan, and we had then eventually the mini raid and a a raid. So um, you know that's your standard nine. Po- that's your standard point one patch. It was the same in eight point one in BFA. Well, a- you know, in BFA like, they, uh, they, they uh, save the mega. They saved the mega dungeon though in BFA. They saved the mega dungeon for point two in BFA. Yeah, exactly. So in, in BFA it was even slimmer pickings than that, and also took a lot longer to arrive. Um, and uh, the raid was 9.15. Yeah, but I count that as 0.1 content. It it's funny to think late. of saying anything took a long time to arrive uh, now. Yeah, if, if if something happens in a X.5 X. patch, you count it as the... Like, if something's X.2.5, that's part of the 0.2. You know, like, if something's 1.5, it's part of the 0.1. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there, there's that. And then... Um, but so chains of domination does feel in kind of essence a lot more like a a point two patch because you've got this new area um and it's been set up very much as a a questing area right so you go there and there's like a lot of um story to kind of get you there like big setup big scenario to sort of get you into the area um uh some really quite impressive kind of like story quests and stuff um and uh you know like all the covenants coming together and you set up in this new area Corthia, which has its own storyline that you kind of unlock kind of like najatar in a way um and you know you've got covenant campaigns going on as well and then you have like these dailies and lots of 
you know, overwhelming amounts when you first get there of like blue exclamation marks waiting for you to do. And there's like a, a version of assaults kind of that are going on uh, and things. And it's very much focused around repeatable daily content around this area, which has like the odd rare and things uh, kind of going around like mount drops, uh, reputation, new reputation to build up. It, it, it feels in essence a lot more like a, a 0.2 patch. Uh, not quite as big because it isn't. It's a nine. It's a point one patch after all, um, and that to me is interesting because then you're into in a situation where you're going well. Well, if if the whole kind of concept of the patch, if the whole principle of the patch is this repeatable daily content. I want to see what that repeatable daily content's like, right? So you know, because I want to have, you know, I, I want to know if it's good, and I want to be able to give suggestions and 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 feedback on it. You know, like uh, which I, I feel is something that we're going to hear a lot of in the next uh, few weeks because I think there's a lot of feedback to give. Um, so that's that's one of the reasons why I, I'll probably end up playing quite a lot of the PTR. If it was a standard point one and it was mostly kind of story and like new dungeon things like that, I'll, I will go into the new dungeon on the PTR. Uh, but I don't like over testing dungeons uh, or raids on PTRs. So um, and and you know there is already already some fascinating kind of snippets popping up in data mining, but also just in the PTR itself of where this might be going to the extent where, and we were talking about this on stream earlier. I think I know what the mythic phase in uh, the Sylvanas fight is going to be. Um, yeah. Uh, which would actually make a much better title for this, this podcast than the one I did. It, it better not be the Banshee phase. If she can go Banshee, that better be in the regular fight. Okay. So what do you expect the mythic phase to be? in the Sylvanas fight. I, because there's there's a generally accepted Oh, character. oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna it's gonna be like and it's John Cena. Except it's gonna be Anduin. Yeah, okay, so everyone thinks it's gonna be Anduin. Everyone yeah. thinks uh Anduin will make an appearance in the Sylvanas Mythicony phase. Like that's generally, you know, and I I was the same until this morning when I was looking through this stuff. Um Everyone expects it to be Anduin. It's obvious why you'd expect it to be Anduin. I think everyone kind of expects her to turn around and be like, oh, I can't allow this to happen and to help Anduin. And that'll be the moment when things kind of change, you know? Um, but there is a mount in the PTR. And like, there is going to be some spoilers. Sorry, everyone. Oh, yeah. This. We're going to... If it's on Wowhead, uh, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll let you know when there's going to be like a major spoiler coming up this isn't really a major spoiler this is just speculation so uh, so uh, i guess we we typically consider spoilers things that have to do with like lore and characters yeah yes yeah? so, exactly so we'll so, give you big proper warnings when we get to that if it's like so if you consider the, mount drops a spoiler we don't sorry <laughs> yeah, exactly. and so the mount drop from mythic sylvanas is called vengeance all right and the idea is that it's like a manifestation of Sylvanus's vengeance, right? And the uh, the description for this mount is, you know, uh, when Arthas killed uh, um, Sylvanus, she has been tortured and tormented by this this vengeance ever since, you know. And you know, you think to yourself, what would cause? Well, a we are we are now in possession of Sylvanus's vengeance, quite literally. If this is a manifestation of her vengeance, we're riding it. We've got it, which suggests 
that maybe by the end of that fight, Sylvanas has, for whatever reason, lost her kind of all-consuming thirst for vengeance. So who would cause what like who's which character appearance in the mythic only phase of Savannah would cause her to shed her all-consuming desire for vengeance? It wouldn't be Anduin, would it? Who would no. it be? Uh Arthas? Exactamundo. So I am making the speculation right here, right here, that it's Arthas in the mythic only phase of the Sylvanas fight. So the door opens, he starts running down the crowd, instead of it's John Cena, they go, It's Arthas Minitale! You better. Yeah, you know it. You know it. The fight is happening atop Torghast. Like, as in, at the top of Torghast, as in the top of a citadel. Ooh, and also there's a portal to the top of another citadel, a mirror... A, a warped mirror image of the top of Torghast. And well, who do we last see it. at the top? Now you mention it. Of that citadel. Yeah. And that is my groundbreaking theory that I just came up with this morning. What do you think about that, eh? Based on Sylvanas' mythic mount. I would like to really, really make it clear that what you just said was, Garrett, disagree with me when I'm advocating for Arthas being brought back into World of Warcraft, <laughs> to which I say, what the hell do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say, God damn, I hope you're right. That sounds yeah, yeah. wonderful. And that's what I love about PTR. I love like looking at these little clues and discovering, you know, things about that. You know, like I love reading all of the text on all the mounts and all of the abilities in the raid and things like that. So we know that there are characters uh, who we've been speculating about and stuff coming back in this raid that weren't mentioned before. Like there's uh, models being data mined uh, for kind of like races of character that we were promised, but you know, how haven't, haven't heard anything of um and it's yeah it's uh there's loads of exciting stuff it's a, it's a really exciting time these first couple of days for ptr um where all of the you know you first step foot set in foot in like a new area and you see all the new like um environment and you see all those question marks and, and exclamation marks and, you know like you you're playing through a quest and the screen goes black and it's like something cool happens here and you're like sounds awesome um like <laughs> loads of stuff like that going on and um it's a it's a really exciting time and i i, I love getting in the ptr for that stuff is uh you know, uh, you know at some point does does arthas turn to anduin and go no i am your father uh i mean and then, he could do yeah and if he does i'll never play wow again. and then tally's just like that's it it's been a good run ever tell <laughs> yeah. the channel is all yours i wouldn't be angry i would just calmly get out of my chair Leave the room, go to the pub, and, and your raid would go, Tally, why aren't you healing? Tally, Tally, we made it to the mythic phase. Why aren't you healing? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it does open the way for Arthas to pick up the jailer at the end of the of the expansion, like and chuck him lightning down going two. everywhere, and he's just like, oh, get off!" And the jailer's like, "Oh, for some reason, my force powers don't work anymore, and I can't stop you doing this." Oh. That, that would look that would look really funny because uh, Arthas is a lot smaller than the jailer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just be like an ant. <laughs> and, and and it wouldn't be like a cinematic it'd be like an in-game cutscene, which is just you know even these days with the really good in-game cutscenes, slightly jank so it'd be like <laughs> it'd be so good you know i, I, I can't uh, help I'd pay, okay that okay 
so I could go with the whole Arthur as Anduin's father thing if that was the case. If that's how it worked out, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I also just cannot get past the fact that I still don't see Nathanos on this uh, now complete list of bosses for Sanctum of Domination. Um, True. Which to me, like, I, I was already certain of this, but now I'm just like, it's confirmed Sylvanas is going to survive because we're going to have, I don't know, <sighs> she's going to show up like all video game characters in like an even bigger hood over her head, mm-hmm. wandering the waste, searching for Nathanos in the uh, point two <laughs> patch. She doesn't have to search for Nathanos. She knows Nathanos will come to her. Like the little puppy that he is. <laughs> Nathanos shows up. I would walk one. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I want no DCMA strikes on my channel, Garrett. Oh, I know. I realize that my voice is like I just such want to a- make it clear to all the bots like scanning this channel. That was Garrett singing himself. It wasn't a record. It just sounded like a CD. Oh, man. I want to like hear Nathanos go. It was so good. But, uh, but- uh, <laughs> be great uh Wonderful. but i mean savannah's like has already popped up quite a lot in the ptr where one of the, so there's a really good opening to the patch i think um one of those things where it, there's there's a good story scenario that happens at the beginning of the patch which would be uh, and, and lots of really good story quests to kind of set up the new area and things like that and when i say good story quests i don't mean that they're like groundbreaking gameplay like they're not pushing the boundaries of 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 wow you know, questing or anything like that. It's, you know, it's wow questing, but the story that it's telling is really engaging and really good and, and, and super fun. And, um, Sylvanas is in this opening scenario quite a lot. And I've got to say, Garrett, she doesn't look like she's having any doubts about helping the jailer at this point. <laughs> like she doesn't, certainly doesn't seem like all the while she's thinking to herself, Oh, I really don't like what happened to Anduin. And oh, I know I'm having some serious doubts here. No, she's pretty firmly on side. Are, are you saying right that this, this, sometimes world of Warcraft is a, has a bit of a propensity for uneven writing? <laughs> it's possible. This is shocking for me to hear. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it. I, I cannot mm-hmm. believe that this game would um, show a character in a certain light in a cinematic. And then, Later on, kind of forget about it for a bit. Yeah. And also, I mean, it, it makes like joking aside, it makes sense anyway. Like, if you're having doubts about the side that you're on, the first people that you express that to probably wouldn't be the people who are trying to kill you in that moment. Um, you know, <laughs> listen, listen, can we just, everyone, let's just sit down and have a talk. Uh, put, you know, could you just put your swords away for a second? I just, you know, I'm going to sit down too. I'm going to get on your level. Okay. Let's, I'm going to step yeah. down from the podium. You know, I'm going to get on eye level with you, level with you. I'm, I'm having some thoughts. No, that's not yeah. how it's going to go. No, exactly. Um, so, well, and she still has, you know, vengeance inside her because we don't have, well, exactly yet. until, until I get her at cutting edge. Until, and that's I'm sweet, that's sweet that bad boy. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there have been lots of new mounts that we, I mean, I, it looks like we've, we, we've seen pretty much every mount uh, that is out there, including the, the Covenant mounts. Uh, lots of new transmogs um, on the PTR as well. Uh, but the, the main interest for me um, is always going to be, I mean, on, on different sides. So like obviously the gameplay and the day-to-day gameplay is incredibly interesting to me because it's what I'm going to be doing every day. And Still haven't quite got a handle on that yet. You know, um, a lot of the kind of the, the daily repeatable quests in Corthia are quite similar at the moment. There's a lot of kind of fill the bar stuff. Uh, I'd say the questing, the, the day-to-day questing is pretty uninspired. There's no, like, you know, you know how when you went to kind of Najatar or Mechagon 
or uh, to a certain extent, um, uh, the Broken Shore as well. There was like a great variety in like the repeatable quests. I'm sorry, you, know? you just like, you just said uh, Mechagon and variety. Uh, there was plenty of variety. I don't. Th- in Mechagon, I, I, I agree with you, but I think it's at the end of Mechagon. As you unlocked more quests, I think it actually oh, got yeah, much yeah. more interesting and much more like variable in its in its offerings. When I first got there, dude, you remember that's when we started the show. I thought it was the worst damn thing I'd ever played in World of Warcraft. I hated Mechagon. <laughs> Oh yeah, but your your dislike for Mechagon is like so intense that I don't really take it seriously. <laughs> I was serious though. I was like, this is no, I know, so I know, I know, but it's so intense. I I, I I I don't take it seriously as a serious opinion because it's like so intense. It's such a boring island. It still is. Well, you know, um, but like, but, I can't but help the it, man. When you meet someone, like, if you meet someone who just really, really hates a certain band that you like, if you're if you're like, I really like Rancid. I think they're a good band. And someone's like, I think Rancid are the worst band ever made. You're like, okay, cool. And you don't you kind of phase out anything they say about Rancid at that point, don't you? Because like, you know you know they're not going to like rancid you know they don't like rancid you don't respect their opinion on rancid because you just completely disagree with it and you're like i like i don't really take anything you say about rancid i, I do i do like know this likes them is so intense it doesn't mean anything to me i do know this because it's so clear to me that you've never that you stopped listening because the amount of times i've said i think mechagon got way better as i unlocked more quests and you just seem to forget <laughs> that i said that um <laughs> so clearly you just turn off when i start talking about mechagon um also it was compared to nazatar which I still hold is one of the coolest zones that's ever been added. So you've got a beautiful underwater uh, dreamscape and I don't know, a fucking island with dirt. Like, cool. Which one's cooler, Talias? And geez, I don't know. I'm going to go the, oh, with Nash the one that... Listen, I agree with you. Nashita was good. But I mean, yeah. so, okay. So, um, but... Yeah, no, but, anyway. but Mechagon just won me over by the end. By the end, I was to like... To the original point, like, you go to Mechagon, and I wasn't a huge fan of Mechagon either, by the way, but there were lots of, like, uh, rare spawns and elites walking around, and you knew there were good rewards from those things. That Then suddenly you'd have, like, a rocket pack on and you'd be flying around doing that thing and then suddenly you'd have to kind of like you know someone be calling some like some big uh monster along and you'd have to like kill that and then you had to go and pick up slimes and stuff and they had to do that and like there's just there's variety in it and and if you got bored of it you went to nagatar and there's more variety there like you went to the broken shore like there was barrels rolling along and you were riding the barrels and you were doing that and then there was a bit where you were digging up coins and they were all rainbows because there's lots that Cadgar isn't telling us. And there's like, um, you, you, like different areas within the broken shore where different things were happening. And there was just like, there was a great variety of different kind of types of quest. Um, and some of it, you know, was good enough and surprising enough that occasionally you go, ha, huh, cool. Um, and so far, like none of the, the kind of quests in Corthia have made me go, ha, huh, cool. Like it's, it's, it's kind of uh, at the moment, the day-to-day content there is a tiny bit uninspiring. Mm. Um, uh, but I mean, day one of the PTR. Let's see. Let's see. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm wondering if it's going to be like a like a if like a Mechagon where as you progress the the trajectory of the zone, not or, or uh, sorry area, not zone. Um, that it just becomes more interesting and more, yeah. more variable. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I think too, like, I think we're all going to be pretty sharp in our critique of this because we're just so done with point. Oh, 
at the yeah. moment. Like I don't I don't think there's anything they could do to point one for us not to be a little crabby about it. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And, um it's just I'm like so long coming. Which is why I mean thank goodness it is more like a point two in that respect. But I I, I my fear my fear is that people will expect it to be a point two. Like they're gonna expect Corthia to be a Najatar or a broken shore. I feel and like it's you're, not, and I don't think it's supposed to be. I feel like your retort to what I'm about to say is going to be, well, that's why you should play it to actually find out for yourself. But I, 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 I think, would never do that. Not in front of all these people. You no, know, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, I think that's another big reason. I'm not super stoked to go play the PTR is because I'm looking at Corthia from the outside looking in and I'm like, I think I'm going to get really bored with this really fast. And I think if I go play it on the PTR, when it's actually live, it, it's going to take away from my live enjoyment of it. Um, yeah. because I'm looking at it and it, I'm, it is not hyping me up. I'm really hyped for the raid in point one. Um, Corthia, it, it really hasn't moved my hype needle much. And I, I guess I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. And, and so I think I'm just like, I'm, I want to hold out, but now I'm just like, yeah, should have. Well, what worries you specifically? Well, if you have if you haven't noticed a trend with me getting excited or not about zones, areas, etc., um, I'm 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 all about that aesthetic. I'm an aesthetic man. All about that ass. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, Corthia just looks like more Ma, man. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like more more. I mean, it's it's prettier than the more, um, and it's got like interesting kind. I of mean, that's a really high bar. Architecture, yeah, I know. It's got interesting first one architecture, and also the more itself go undergoes changes, um, uh, like as part of the story and stuff like that. So you know, there's a, a very strong kind of covenant presence in the more now. Obviously, you can mount up in the more um, on any mount that you please. Uh, you can't fly like you'll be able to in, well, I mean, you're not going to be able to fly in the Moor or Corthia, uh, even when you unlock flying, but you know, you will eventually be able to fly in, uh, the older zones if you really need to, there's not much going on there really. Um, Listen, man, I need to work still. Okay. And I'd like to get that aura a little quicker. Yeah. Uh, the, the common thinking is that, uh, flying will unlock in about week six, um, at the moment, that seems to be uh, when, uh, assuming everything's working as we think it's going to work, that seems to be when the last chapter of the Covenant campaigns uh, will be completed. And that is what, what we've been told is when when we'll be allowed to fly. I like that. So, if, that, if, if, that if that ends up being right, you know, as the as a resident flying grump, I like six, six weeks. That, that works for I like that. That seems like yeah, a yeah, good no, pace. No. Um, and that also, I mean, that gives me hope for Corthia too, because it's all, it's tied, the new covenant campaigns are going to be tied into that. Mm -hmm. And so if that's how kind of quickly Corthia ramps up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's another 40 layers of renown, um, to go through. So it's not just the covenant campaigns. Um, and like, so I, I mean, all in all, there were seven real chapters of the Covenant campaign in 9.0. So there's only one less chapter, uh, like of, of individual Covenant campaigns, um, in, in 9.1, which is, which is pretty good going or, or in fairness, we, we know that Blizz have said that they will be generally more alike than the individual Covenant campaigns at the beginning of Shadowlands in, in 9.0. Uh, but then so far, they, from what we've seen, they, there's kind of different. There's like a, 
uh, stuff going on with Venari. She's got her own quest line as well, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah, like story wise, it seems legit. Story wise, it it seems fun. Um, and you know, like WoW is always it's it's such a difficult line uh, for WoW to 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 walk because you've always got to have this like sense of genuine story progression the whole time but also you want to have like grindable content that's always there um that you can do and that people who play the game at different levels and who who want to play the game different amounts can all feel in touch with i mean it's an impossible task you know like and it's something that you didn't have to do in in older expansions because the 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 player base was not so demanding, you know, like people accepted the way they played the game and they accepted the things they couldn't get in the game as a result or the things they shouldn't expect from the game as a result of the way they played it. Um, and that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. You know, it's, it, it feels like, um, people who don't raid or don't have time to grind expect to be able to get the same things that people who do. Uh, and, and likewise, people who kind of world first raid and dedicate everything towards raiding uh, expect the game to be a bit more geared towards that. And so it's just like, you know, it, it, I feel like Blizzard are just in an impossible place. It's, um, it, it's in, always been the challenge of World of Warcraft, though. I mean, it's, it's a challenge, I think, of any game that has multiple ways to play, right? Yeah. You're going to get people that you know, hyper-focus on, on different avenues and have completely different play experiences than, than other individuals. And, and of course, like you're, you're gonna see the world of Warcraft through the lens of how you play it. And that's where you're yeah. going to want to want to see improvements. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see anything new or different there. Um, no, just, no, I guess so. So they're, they're always the trying case. to find that that wake. And obviously, when I say grind, I'm not referring to renown. No, you're referring to your renown, morning renown stream, is, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, weekday mornings on Twitch.tv/slash I think I think renown hits a really good mark. Actually, genuinely, I think like renown uh, does a really good job at what it does. You know, I, I, I'm I feel not, like um, I'm not really dreading more renown right like no, it, it wasn't fine it wasn't it wasn't a grind like i i think wow my, my i'm concerned with additional grinds because i feel like wow has enough of them so like yeah even though there's only what the we're assuming six more weeks of of the the new covenant arcs in 9.1 but there's 40 more right now that's, that's whatever like to me i mean it, we, we also ran out of covenant quests before we capped renown in our yeah. now in, oh, in point oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i like the stuff you get from renown uh, like, you know, it's stuff that it's fine. It's just like, you know, it's kind of a power ramp, kind of a natural power ramp with time. And, uh, the fact that it's really easy to unlock renown every week and it's got really good catch up. It's having that kind of, you know, you fill your anima reserve or you, you get your 20, uh, souls or whatever. Like that's just enough work to make you feel like you've done something to progress your renown without it really being any work, and that that's a that's a really good thing. No, the grind I'm talking about is, uh, you know, there's reputations there, there's uh, the anima, there's like you're going to be grinding for a lot of stuff in, you know, Blizz want you to have a reason to do all those blue exclamation marks every day, right? Um, so there's a, there's a lot going on there. There's going to be new layers of Torghast. Uh, there's going to be, uh, it seems to me like there's going to be uh, a new kind of uh, unlocking of new layers of the twisting corridors, uh, because there certainly seem to be some mounts that seem attached to that. Um, 
you know, so like, there, of, of course, there's a big grind involved. And, and, and when I talk about, you know, grinding is part of, of wow. And, and you, you want that, you know, like you have your progression that you have with wow, which largely comes from kind of group content, right? So you go in like, I, I've, I want to do my mythic plus, or I want to complete this raid is the big one for me personally, like my aim, every patch, uh, is to complete the current raid. And everything I do is to make that easier for myself, you know? So I'm like, I'm doing this thing because I want to get the gear that's going to help me in the raid. And I I'm doing this thing because I, I want to have the mats I need to make my potions for the raid, or I'm doing this thing because I want to be able to sell this thing for gold so I can help myself in, in the raid. Um, so it's like, uh, that's, that's always my main objective, but within that, you want stuff to do, right? So like, I think Shadowlands has, has struck a pretty good balance of having, the important stuff be very easy to keep up with. And then, you know, there's always a grind there if you want it, but it's for anima, which you're going to buy transmogs and, 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 you know, cosmetics with. And I think that's great. A lot of people hate it. I feel like it's one of the best balances that they've had on that personally. Well, yeah, cause it's not, it's not a large majority of that type of stuff is not gameplay altering. It's just, as you mentioned, cosmetics and, and yeah. just kind of customization and, and, in my opinion, what I would what I would file under fun things, you know, not yeah. <laughs> not power things. <laughs> so no, I I, I like it too because I it, it, I'm I'm like a general Blizzard gamer. I play every Blizzard game except Overwatch, like and Diablo. But I like Diablo. It's just that there's really nothing new there. Um, <laughs> so like for me, I think Shadowlands has really struck a good balance for someone like me who who you know like can't go ham on certain grindable aspects but like in 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 expansions past i've been off of i haven't gotten flying like right when it was available it might be part of a personal reason that i don't talk about all often why i hate pathfinder so much uh <laughs> but this expansion i'm like absolutely i'm totally ready to go would have been ready to go if 9.1 had come out in a quote-unquote reasonable amount of time um and it's it's because i'd like i and because of that, I'm really happy with how they've done a system like Renown. I like that it's just like, hey, are you like logging in every week? You're you're good as long as you're doing this one very low bar to clear. You're good to go. Although honestly, even if you're not <laughs> in Shadowlands, I think that's something that they've done pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean there are. I mean so so the the, the grind that they give us in a patch uh, is very important because it, it forms like your day to day and like. Uh, at the moment, I'm very unconvinced about the grind uh, in in 9.1. Like it, it seems pretty boring. Um, I like that there's a lot of it. Certainly for a 0.1 patch, like there's loads of it, and that's cool. Uh, but I, I, I hope that more kind of different varieties of quests get introduced there um, as the PTR goes on. Because um, at the moment, yeah, it's it's pretty uninspiring. The story to get us there was really really good, really exciting. You're going to like it, Garrett, a lot. I won't spoil it for you, but it's it's fun. It's just a big old fight. It's really good. Um, and like the story progression on that is really fun. There's like, um, you know, there, dude, the city in the middle of Corthia is called the City of Secrets, you know? Like there's so much potential for kind I, of story. I feel like you broke the first rule of the City of Secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, that's, and that's, you know, so there's lots of potential there, but the, the actual grinding quests... At the moment, kind of below par. So hopefully that will 
improve as it goes on. There are other problems, of course, uh, with the PTR at the moment. Um, well, not problems, but like reasons to be wary. <laughs> One, two, three. Um, and uh, this stuff we kind of knew about as well, but like seeing it in black and white in front of you is, uh, it, it can be quite sobering. And I, I, I guess different people have different feelings about this, but um you know, the, the, the weekly reset shit show connoisseur in me is kind of licking my lips and rubbing my hands with glee when I see that there are going to be covenant specific legendaries, um, in yeah. uh, 9.1. That, that's the, 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 yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. Oh, I think you do Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Concerned. Concerned. Right. Cause like, <sighs> I want to give, I always want to give the devs the benefit of the doubt, but my gut reaction is why are you making things harder on yourself? <laughs> why? Like, like, there's nothing about this that makes me, that makes me think it's not going to just cause more issues. Like, especially after I think, that, like, the last round of, of, of balance adjustments to covenants in point oh and live, in live right now. I think put it in a really healthy place where like, uh, you know, you can make different covenants work for your class and spec for the most part. There's always exceptions, but I think they did like the last round of balance updates to covenants in the live game, uh, I think was really, really healthy and really spot on and really got covenants in a good place. So let's throw a massive monkey wrench into all of that. That is let, let's add a whole new layer of, sh of unique junk. We need to balance for covenants. It's very strange to me. So, I mean, I've said before, and I stand by this, I stand by the principle that you shouldn't avoid doing something in WoW just because it, you're going to have to balance it. And like so many times when they introduce a cool idea into WoW, people are against it straight away. And you ask why people are against it, and they say, well, because it's going to take a lot of balance, and I don't trust Blizzard to balance it. Um, and if that was the case, then we'd have to get rid of all classes and and like specs and things like that. It, like, you know, if we just didn't do a cool idea because we didn't trust Blizz to balance it, then just stop playing WoW because, you know, we'll have no cool ideas ever again introduced into the game. Um, okay, all, so right, I, all right, I, I Mr. Quite, Slippery Slope. But we're, I, well, no, we're, exactly, we're talking about something. Exactly. That, that, I, but I, just, just out of principle, I, I generally need more from a criticism than I don't trust Blizz to balance it. And, like, in, in, in theory, I like, the, uh, I like the idea of um, Covenant specific legendaries. I like covenants. I like the individual abilities with covenants. I like that the abil covenant abilities are exclusive. I like, I'm, I'm very much in the camp of keeping them exclusive. I was not a pull the ripcord kind of guy. Um, you know me, Garrett, I just want an easy life. And if everyone wants to pull the ripcord, I'm like, yeah, pull the ripcord. I don't really care, but really I'm glad they didn't. And, and, um, you know, it's cool. So from that respect, I think it's a cool idea. I also kind of think, though, that, yeah, ideally, in an ideal world, what we want is to be focusing on making the covenants less bis and, and you know, making it so there isn't one covenant that you automatically go to depending on your spec. And in some ways, they have actually really done that. Like, um, you know, like it's it's genuinely if you're a priest right now, 
genuinely kind of difficult to choose your your um your your covenant like you, there's so many different ways you could go and different builds that you could focus on depending on which covenant you take and actually i think for priest right now that's a really good place it's always kind of been the case with warriors particularly now with the necro uh it's really banner, the case like, now yeah. yeah and i think priests and warriors are two really good examples of uh covenants working how it how they should really yeah and, 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 I think, and we're always going to look at our own experiences, right, too. So I'm yeah. sure there are exceptions, but I think it was way worse before the last round of balance changes. And that's what I'm really yeah. that's what I'm getting at is like right now, f- I think they've achieved. And I agree with you with what you're talking about, that you think Covenant should go more in a less BIS direction. And I agree. And I think they're there. And that's why I look at this and go. Exactly. That and it seems I, that, to be uh, counterintuitive that's, that's, to the. That's where I'm going is, is that I think Covenant specific legendaries, they they really have the potential to compound like the covenants, automatic choice per, per class. Yeah. Covenants are the Titanic, and we just like, we're like, oh, wow, we missed that. We missed the iceberg. Wow, that was <laughs> nice move. Nice move, Captain. And then the Captain comes over last week and goes, uh, we're going to see if we can do donuts around that, uh, that iceberg. <laughs> I think I dropped my wallet on the iceberg, so we're just gonna. Why? Uh, <laughs> I just want to see if we can, and, and and you know we could be wrong. Maybe that's maybe they don't. Maybe they do want covenants to be more bis, and and so if that's the case, then this is certainly the direction to go. And so I think you and I are both saying that we just don't think that is the direction they should go. And it seems yeah. like it's it. You're 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 signing yourself up for problematic player experiences down the road so it feels like you're just making life harder for yourself yes, that was stage. yeah my yeah. gut reactions totally, go like totally. but then Why? then there is the evidence that we have from what's happened in the game so far uh, which we've talked about a, a couple of times and which i still take great delight in by the way is on the occasions where we have seen abyss covenant change like the players that have then as a result had to change covenant to go to what they consider their new abyss covenant to be have all been pretty happy about that. Yes. Like generally. And we've also mentioned that it might have something to do with the fact that there's not a whole lot else to do in the game. Y- right yes. Now. No, you're, so, you're quite right. You're if, quite right. But like, if I find out that I had to change covenant, I'd be kind of excited about that. I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, obviously I don't expect everyone to feel the same, but we have seen that in a lot of players who have changed. Like the, the, the feeling has been that they've been quite glad to have that thing to do. And that they found the, the, um, the act of changing to change their ability which is now their best ability or whatever generally it's been quite exciting because they've gone on to because they because they've always jumped to a new covenant that is going to be better and has become better rather than jumping from a covenant that has just become worse like no one's jumped from a covenant because it got nerfed they've always jumped to a covenant that has been buffed you know and i think that's very important and uh you know like if 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 my covenant got nerfed and I had to jump to a different covenant because of that nerf, that doesn't feel as good as me choosing to go to another covenant that just got buffed. You that's know? right. I feel like you're, I'm going you're to in a better... pursuit of power rather than fleeing a sinking yeah. ship. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's, exactly. that's what I think. And so far, that's always been the case, which I think is that it's worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 yeah, it's 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 interesting. And and this is the kind of thing. Listen, we're we're kind of having fun. Like it's fun to just go. Why would you make things harder? I'm 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 trying to be a little dramatic. Um, when in reality, like I am legitimately curious. Like I would love to hear. I wish there were like little dev notes. Like 
uh, to these to these changes where they're just like, hey, this is what we're thinking. This is why we're going this direction. Because even though like my gut reaction is, oh boy, I don't think this is a great idea. I'm always interested in why, like the why behind it, like why they are going this direction, why they, they why they think this is adding value to the game. Um, and so I, I still very much want to want to know that. But it's it's yeah, it's 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 hard to look. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to look at like things like the unique effects on like the bow and cloak that drop off of Sylvanas for hunters. Oh, just, man, that stuff is so cool. Oh, I'm 100 percent down with that. I just it is just like I, like bury me in the hype for that type of stuff. Yeah. That is the type of stuff that absolutely you, gets my wow. For the sake of our listeners who might not know what you're talking about, can you clarify that? I, I need to I need to pull it up real quick cuz I, I don't have it in front of me. Um so let's 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 go for a Sylvanas bow 9.1 cuz there's so much stuff on Wowhead right now. It's legitimately hard to find. Um so Sylvanas drops a, a bow and a and a and a cloak and they both have like a quip effects for hunters um so the bow which this is what i'm excited about is the equip effect is replace your kill shot with wailing arrow uh which deals x amount of shadow damage to your target and additional x amount of shadow damage to all nearby targets within eight yards so it has an aoe upon impact that's eight yards wide uh, and also says lesser creatures struck by wailing arrow are stunned for six seconds. I want to quest Sick. with this. I want to quest with this so bad. I am currently, Taliesin, drafting up a letter of apology to my original hunter main from back in <laughs> vanilla, forever abandoning him. Because um, I need to level my hunter now because I need this bow. I need it so bad. I like the people in chat saying it'd be cooler if like uh, there are unique effects for everyone. Nah. Okay, of course that would be cooler. No, but- no, no. I, I just, I actually literally disagree. I, I, I feel like sometimes in an MMO, it's cool just to have something for someone who isn't you. Like honestly, like I don't play, I don't play uh, Hunter. I'm never going to get that bow. I'm never going to get that quiver. I'm never going to like. Uh, uh, by the way, the back piece is an actual quiver as well, which has its own unique effect too oh. uh, for hunters, uh. for ranged hunters as well. We should add. Um, but honestly. I just think that's really cool. I just think it's really cool that hunters get this unique, like two bits of gear that they can aim for. I think that's brilliant. It makes me really happy, even though it doesn't affect me. Like I don't have to be getting something from it to think it's a cool idea. I've always I think really it's absolutely fine. liked the kind of in-world storytelling that stuff like that affords. Um, cause, cause I still remember back in the day before we even had like fan sites like this for all we have a spot bot. <laughs> You kind of had to know what you're looking at. Um, like, in, and I'd be in town like an idiot, nowhere near max level because I was playing badly. And some dude would run by in like a dungeon set or a tier set. Or, my God, the first time I saw somebody with Thunder Fury, I didn't know about any of this. I'm like, what is this crazy lightning sword on this dude's back? This thing is so cool looking. Um, and I still, I still don't have Thunder Fury. I never got the damn thing. Like, and it's fine. I think it's really cool to see that kind of stuff in person. Yeah. Um, like it's just I don't know. It, it it to me it adds. I don't think it takes anything away that that no, I agree. warrior's not getting anything specific. Like the first time I see a hunter running around with this, the first time I'm out in in, in Corthia and I see a wailing arrow go off, I'm gonna be like, damn, that's yeah. cool. Oh, I totally agree. And I don't like like I say, I say that as a non-hunter player, but I sort of I saw those items pop up and I was like, that is legit. That is cool. And I, I am down for it. I will say though, it did make me remember how much I, I, I was a big dork about going for certain bows and stuff back when I mained a hunter. So it's it's, 
I think I might dust off my hunter, see how it feels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a shame that uh, survival hunters can't use it. Yeah, but then when have you ever seen survival, I mean, survival hunter? That's on you for for playing survival hunter. <laughs> You made your choice. What do you want to do? You want to you want to beat them with a bow? <laughs> oh, look, you can still equip it, dudes. You can still yeah, equip it. You've got like you know, survival hunters have a kill shot. It's fine. You can still use it. I you feel like really if you're any of your other abilities. survival, I I I I, 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 I did. Have you heard anyone actually a real survival hunter complain about this? Because I feel like. If you're actually like legitimately playing survival hunter, you're so off in your own world, having you finding your own fun. Yeah, let's be let's be perfectly honest. If you're playing like survival hunter, you're not going to kill Sylvanas anyway, are you? So. <laughs> Listen, you will. You're just not going to. Ain't see no rating going to take you. No, no, no. Because like they're going to be like, oh, this is a bit of a hard fight. Would you mind just changing to one of the proper hunter specs? Would you mind changing to anything else? And like the survivor hunters, like oh, I can help you out with my aspect of the cheater. It's like so can every, so can the good hunters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so much shade! No, no, no. Listen, they're gonna get Sylvanas down. There just won't be an achievement that pops. This is ahead of the curve when it happens. <laughs> um, I'm joking. Survival hunters, guys. Hey, fun spec survival hunters. But yeah, like. Sorry, it's like ranged hunters are getting it. Like, what, what do you want to do, man? Atlantis is famous for using her bow. What are they going to do? Like, oh, we've got to make it a sword. Just we've got to make it a spear, just so survival hunters can use it as well. No, no you, like, uh, well, no. Listen, dude, they they have her drop the whip that she uses on on Nathanos in private. That's what they have her drop. <laughs> that's 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 like, that was what you would drop for survival it's hunters. Atlantis's bow, man. They're gonna. It's gonna be now. Do we need another class that uses a bow? 100%. Like bows and guns, there should be another class that uses bows and guns. I, I genuinely think that. But, like, anyway. There we go. I still want Dark Rangers. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I feel like if we're ever going to get them, it's got to be soon, right? <laughs> it would have it been this expansion. Well, yeah, it's got to be at some point this expansion, really. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I still think they could just add... Uh, dark ranger customizations into into night elf anytime they wanted frankly yeah or forsaken for another. yeah forsaken forsaken should listen i know i know on on this every show i've ever talked about world of warcraft i mentioned that i want other races for the forsaken um at this point i'm i'm at the bargaining stage of this desire which is let's just give us elves at least just give me an elf toggle just toggle on yeah. the, like elf toggle that's what i want <laughs> the patented gareth uh, garrett elf toggle yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been so good too because you imagine like dark rangers had uh any role at all in this expansion because the interplay between them and uh the knights of the even blade because they would just be yeah. it'd be that uh it'd be that uh the predator uh arm wrestling handshake meme where it's like so Knights good. of the Even Blade and Dark Rangers, and they'd be flexing, shaking hands, and it would say, revolting against your old master. You great. are not wrong, Garrett. That would be awesome. So good. Be so good. What a missed opportunity. Boo. One out of ten. Worst expansion ever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. There'll be people in this chat that agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think, like, honestly, the Sylvanas uh, bow and quiver from the Savannah's fight, like genuinely one of my, one of my 
favorite little moments out of anything that's come out of this PTR so far. Um, like I, I, I look at that and I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm all about. That's MMO right there. That's cool. That's RPG. I'm down with that. That's wicked. That's good. Yeah. That, that, that really sets off my, my nerd alarms. Um, can we have a little chat? Can we have a little, can we go into spoilerville and talk about some, some characters that are, are showing up or. Yeah. I'm putting up a, uh, a virtual red bot spoiler bot right now, guys. Wait on the, o- the, on red the overlay? Bot is, up. is that something we can do? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, again, I mean, I could, I could literally, I could record myself saying red bot, red bot, red bot like that. And then put it on loop underneath us talking for the, uh, for the, for the, <laughs> that would be- for the uh, for the listening crowd, I could do that if you want. No, we're we're yeah, we're probably. I don't want to jump ahead like 15, bot, 20 minutes. Red bot, red bot, red bot, red bot, red bot, red bot. I can do it quiet. I, th- I think you can stop now. Stop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a Taking Back Sunday song. We don't need overlapping vocals. <laughs> You're such a nineties dweeb. Okay, Take Back Sunday was 2000s, okay? Let's, like, I know they technically started in the 90s, but no one gave a shit until the early on. I think famous bands who do overlapping vocals, I think Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> it was pretty egregious, okay? Let's be honest. Um, no, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> I'm going to have a paragraph of lyrics so under the lead singers right now. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Come okay, at me. So we are now officially in Redbot Spoilerbot territory. I'm just constantly trying to find out where my mall emo fans are that listen to this show. Um, yeah. Uh, so do we want to start with the Primus? Do we want to start with the fact that uh, Nurzul is a raid boss? Uh, Garrosh? Oh. Which one do you want to go with? Um, let's start with the Primus because it's not really. If this, if anyone considers this a spoiler, then I feel sorry for you. I feel like maybe you need a, a serious lesson in reading narrative hints. <laughs> um, uh, is uh, it has now been confirmed via data mining um, that, uh, and this is data mining, so it's not actually in the PTR. It could change. It could change, and I feel like that's enough to, you know. But got to put that out there. But it has now been confirmed that the 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 Primus is in fact. Are you sitting down, Garrett? I, okay. I am. Prepare yourself for this. The Primus is in fact the Rune Carver. Yeah, of course. Now, you can't. <laughs> of course, who the shit did you think he was? I know what you're thinking. Some of you have fallen off your chair in shock and horror. But he is, he's in fact the rune cut. I know some of you, I know for a fact, some of you in my chat on my stream would actually be surprised about this. I know because a lot of people have told me that I'm an idiot for even thinking that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know where, where those people have gone now, but it turns out that yes, the, um, but his fingers, but tally, his yeah. this, finger. was, this was a favorite. This is a favorite on, uh, on my stream. Count when, uh, the fingers, uh, tally Every yes. video where I ever mentioned the, the Primus, we have a running joke on our channel uh, where we always say, Oh, whenever you mention the rune carver, you always say, "Oh yeah," and then you have to go to the primus. I mean, the rune carver, and blah blah blah. It's just a joke because, like, the rune carver is obviously the primus. Always has been, obviously. Um, and and so, you know, I, I I attract quite a lot of people to my stream who enjoy saying I'm wrong about everything. Um, and those people who told me I was wrong, for example, about classic and the raid going down quickly because i hadn't thought about all the fire resist gear people were going to need when i was like i think uh, i think molten core will go down within the first like couple of weeks of of classic going live and people were like tell you're an idiot 
You're an absolute idiot. The raid will take months to go down. Do you know why? Because classic is hard. Think about the fire resist gear, Tally. Think about all the fire resist gear. I was like, oh, okay, well, I just think it will. And then I was like, ah, oh. and also the rune carver is obviously the primus. And everyone was like, you're an idiot, Tally. Look at the fingers. Look at the fingers, Tally. Can we also um, talk about the fact that, so, hey, do you remember? So the, the model for the Primus has also been data mined, which I have seen. And we're not going to show it on screen or anything, but we're going to have like a little chat around this idea. So if you've seen it, cool. And if you didn't want to see it, like <laughs> there's only so much I can describe to you. So you're still not going to see because you're probably listening to this in audio form. Um, do you remember back when we didn't know what the jailer looked like when they announced Shadowlands and this jailer was like steeped in shadow and then like, oh, I don't oh, know. The big, the big leak? Yeah, the leak of the jailer. We did an art. episode on that leak. Do you remember? We got yes. peculiar on to talk about the difference between data mining and leaks. Yeah, we, we talked about it. And uh, it, it, oh, it, let's get peculiar back on the show. She was great. Yeah, I'm down for that. Can we do that? Can we get Peculiar back on the show at some point? That'd be really nice. Uh, you're asking me. Good you, time, actually. Let's do that. Let's get Peculiar on the show. You're, you're yeah, asking okay. me. You were the one that booked that. It was wonderful. I'll book it was, her. I'll get it. This is the most effort I'll you've ever peculiar. put in this podcast, I and I really to, appreciate uh, it. Any opportunity to speak to Peculiar, oh, it'll be amazing. Love her. Um, but anyway, so the, the, we didn't know what the jailer looked like, and then there was a leak of jailer art, and looks nothing like the jailer in game right now is is what ended up happening um so now we've seen a data mine primus model model which looks way more like that leaked jailer yeah. art it's not one to one but definitely way more evocative of it than the jailer that's in game right now yeah and i think um uh, i think it's likely that they purposely based it on the concept art that they decided not to use for the jailer I think they I think they made the right decision to not use that art for the jailer. I agree. I I've 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 been quoted as saying before and I think it was on this program that like I didn't I don't love the jailer's design but man it's really grown on me. Um Yeah. It's it something too about baddie, my- man. Like he looks like a baddie and he acts like a baddie. He says shit like pitiful mortals. And that's what that's the kind of shit I like my baddies to say. Yeah. You know? And, and I like my baddies to rock up and be like, pitiful mortals. Oh shit. Wait, hang on. I've just remembered. Can we just can we just go back like before we carry on? Another piece of gear on Sylvanus. You've got the bow, you've got the quiver, but you've got the trinket. Have you noticed the trinket on Sylvanus? No, no. what's the trinket? It's soul of an old soldier. And the icon is an orc face, and it's a it's yes. a it's a warrior trinket. Yes, Sourfang's soul is a trinket from Sylvanus. Like we get Sourfang's soul as a trinket. How amazing is that? I love it. I love it. I it's, it's just too good. It's I'm, just too good. Anyway, I'm glad I put this that in the legit. spoiler I'm section. About this I'm glad in, I waited until the spoiler section right now. This, that's wonderful. I didn't see that. Okay, so back to the Primus. Yeah, Primus is the is the rune carver the rune carver is the primus i know i'm gonna disenchant the fuck out of Southang's soul i am too and I, as i do what i go uh you should have been gray main that's what i'm gonna do when i do it i'm gonna be like yeah yeah um but i just think that's so so cute i think that's such a great though anyway sorry so yeah back to the primus I, I feel like i feel like they probably used the uh that that jailer artwork as as a basis um and and like kind of like a very um uh like a purposeful kind of nod to that i guess um i don't think it's particularly meaningful i think it's just kind of neat that they did it i think it's just like yeah well let's use that concept 
kind of fits a bit more for the for the primus i think so as well um, I, yeah and I, I don't think there's any any deeper meaning to it either i just i just like i like drawing parallels between concept art and actual art so mm. Oh yeah, totally, totally. I think I think it's really interesting, um, and uh, yeah, what it means is that the Primus statue in the Maldraxxus uh, Covenant Sanctum it, it does have less fingers than it really should. <laughs> um, it has got like uh, like as we as we've noticed, as we can again draw from like real life. You know, the Primus has been gone for however long or whatever, um, and you know, I don't know. <laughs> As we can see from statues of, say, I don't know, Jesus Christ in on on Earth, it's impossible to do a statue of someone and make it not look like they would have actually looked like, right? I mean, clearly, even if you really like them. I mean, he clearly had washboard abs. Uh, he looked like Brad Pitt from Troy. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. As an accurate representation of, uh, yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. exactly, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I and I was always one to say, like, it's a statue. Who cares? Like, it's so what if the statue's only got three fingers and a thumb? Like. No, <laughs> it's, it's the rune carver is still the Primus, and obviously that was true. And I like that. I like shit. Um, so something the Witcher games do really well is uh, the the books in world in the Witcher that you can pick up and read and stuff. Sometimes they're just wrong. Sometimes the information information in those books is wrong, and it's not wrong by accident. It's not like accidentally retconning stuff. It's like they're just written by people who don't actually know everything that they're talking about. And so they're wrong. <laughs> you know, I think that's absolutely fine. I think that's really cool. Cause like you can find uh, like accounts of like elfin human history in, in the Witcher three in books and stuff, which is categorically objectively false. Like the information it's giving you is, is, is just wrong because then it's clarified actually that it, it matches the books in the game as well. I like where humans come from and stuff in those games. And that happens in, in wow as well. Like there are books about Sargeras in the Stormwind library. So that's just wrong. Just tell you wrong stuff. And I think that kind of stuff is great. And I love that the, the, the primus statue is wrong. I think it's really good. I love that. I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's really good. Um, and like, I feel like, you know, who he he maybe he the statue has got four fingers, but maybe he's got cool warrior gloves that for some reason two fingers go in one big finger. I don't know. Like, who cares? Anyway, yes, I have I have those cover. monster hands I got from a Halloween store too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah they're, they're wonderful. Um, um, but the primus, the primus is indeed the rune carver. You'll all be shocked to learn. Some of you actually will be. Um, and the, model, uh, the awesome. model looks pretty intense, which suggests that maybe we're going to get some kind of flashback scenes or something. Uh, I think we free him. One of the um, one of the the great kind of missions in nine point one, one of the overarching storylines, is we we are trying to gain access to the archives uh, of the City of Secrets to find out what it is the jailer is actually after. Um, and uh, so it seems likely there might be some kind of Argus style. Corthir is very reminiscent of Makari. Um, from from Argus in the first place. It's got that kind of like floating sort of destroyed cityscapes and stuff like that. It feels a lot like Makari in lots of ways. And um, it, it feels maybe we might have some flashback scenes of like the, the, the Primus before he was kind of captured by the Jailer. We find out a lot about why the Primus disappeared and how he got into the Jailer's kind of custody and things like that. So um, I, I've got a feeling that might be where that model pops up. Mm. I'm just kind of assuming because we started unchaining him. I wonder if we're going to get all the way and then some sort of magic and Primus returns to his original form. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Grows a beard really quickly. Yeah. 
Magic, man. Magic. Yeah, magic beard. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see the new Thrall model? Yeah, I saw the new Thrall model and his awesome armor. So he looks exactly like that uh, big statue that came out now. He does. He does. I, I had forgotten about that. And, but something about seeing it in-game, I, I, I realize it's more of like a gunmetal. But damn, that the, the sure looks like blue and gold. And sure looks like he's wearing Stormwind colors with a horde belt. <laughs> no, he's wearing his classic armor, mate. You know? Classic-ish. It looks way he's, cooler I, than I like him. I think he's got a good look. Looks I way. think I'm a big fan of, you know, we've done a Thrall episode, but I'm a big fan of Thrall these days. I, you know, Thrall's always been one of my least favorite characters, Same. so now he is up there again. Yeah, uh, it's it's a really solid silhouette too. It's just, yeah, it's good design. Yeah, Blue as it's being pointed out in the chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also looks a little, a little Stormwindy. Have you seen the Dreadlord models? I oh I saw one of them. It was like a blink and you missed it thing. Uh, yeah, Dread Lord and Dread Lady. Dread Lord and Dread Lady. Female Dread Lord models, uh, and they look very much like kind of proto Dread Lords. So you know they're not wearing Dread Lord armor. They're kind of very much like they look like they might be earlier on the scale of evolution, as it were, than the Dreadlords that we... Re- oh, and obviously we've data-mined a Malganis model as well. So we know that Malganis is going to make a, an appearance, um, which is pretty interesting, uh, which leads us on maybe to what you wanted to talk about with uh, Nerzul as well. Yeah, just, I mean, just by the sheer fact that Nerzul is a raid boss. We're going to fight <laughs> the remnant of Nerzul in the Sanctum of Domination raid. And it's, it's any, anything, anything Lich King adjacent is going to get me excited. So I guess this whole effing expansion is going to get me excited. Um, and uh, yeah, it seems like uh, it just makes me wonder what the hell's going on with Arthas. Because like, clearly like OG Lich King Nerzul has like been tormented and his soul has just been twisted into uh, a repurposed Marogar model. <laughs> That was always that was always the case with Nezul, though, wasn't it? He was always much more of a prisoner of like uh, the the domination armor than um, Arthas was. Like Arthas always had a lot more agency than Nezul ever did. He was like Nezul was basically from the start imprisoned within the armor and very much kind of like trapped by it in a way that Arthas wasn't. So it's very it's it's fitting that Nezul is introduced like that in in the raid. And actually, if you look at the um, uh, the uh, dungeon journal. There were th- there were three or four different models for Nezul in that fight uh, of him wearing different parts of Domination armor. So you've got him, uh, and there's a bit where he's just wearing the helm of Domination, and there's a bit where he's wearing like uh, the chest, um, and and you know I think there's a, there's another part as well, and then he turns into like a, another completely separate big monster. So it's really cool that like he goes through different parts of wearing different parts of the armor and stuff, and it's going to be really fun. It's going to be super cool. Yeah. Oh, I've just found the uh, the Lady Dreadlord. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, they're nifty, aren't they? Oh, this is this, so this it, looks it like very straight much out of with uh, my speculation uh, a year ago that um, the 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 jailer is some kind of the, the Dreadlords in general are some kind of offshoot of the first ones of the Eternal ones, but specifically the jailer. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's, very, it's super interesting to me. I love all the Dreadlord stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, the term Nathrazim, where have I heard something that sounds similar thrown around in this very expansion uh, a ton? Um, I don't know. Exactly, don't exactly. Know. Nah, like uh, the Nathrazim from Nathreza. 
Uh, no, I find it very hard to believe they're not no way uh, those are somehow connected to the uh, I just <laughs> Castle Nathria. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. What you're <laughs> um, and like uh, the 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 um, the owner of Castle Nathria, who is often called the Lord of Dread <laughs> um, by other characters. This, this whole uh, thing just it makes my artist brain just just start firing off. Like, what is he even doing in the mall? Like, has, yeah. has, has the jailer met him? Are they working together? Does Arthur go visit Nerzul every once in a while and just go, <laughs> ah, look at you, you tortured bastard. It's so cool. And, and like, for me, it's f- like all of the stuff they're doing with the older characters here, because we know that Garrosh is in the new raid as well. There's a fight uh, which is which is based around, it sounds a bit like the Sun King fight, actually, with, with Kelthas. There's a fight which involves Garrosh being milked for anima and stuff in the same way. Um, no mention of him after that, by the way. So, I don't know if you're a big Garrosh fan, maybe unlucky. <laughs> um, and uh, so that's really interesting too. And I, I find it, I think every time like a new old character crops up in um, in Shadowlands at the moment, I get excited about it in a way that I didn't in, for example, Wad. Like every time a new an old character pro- cropped up in Wad. I kind of like rolled my eyes a bit and sighed a bit and was like, oh, okay, there's another name that we all recognize in Wads doing Wads stuff. Um, and I don't, I don't get that in Shadowlands. I, I was trying to think why that was the case. Cause like there's lots of fan service in Shadowlands and there's lots of characters like, oh, it's Kelfas and oh, it's Garrosh. Oh, it's Nezul. And like, you know, that's. Sh- I've, I'm trying to think why it doesn't make me roll my eyes like it did in Wad. And I guess it's because it's a continuation of those characters and Wad was like a retreading of those characters. Wad was member berries. Um, and it was, yeah. it was right off the bat too. Like that whole belabored Tanan intro sequence was yeah. another orc shows up and it zooms in and there's name text on screen, which... I kind of like the cheese of that, honestly, but like also it was just big old orc member berries. Like, yeah, it's that's all it was. And really just wanting to live in the past as opposed to um, take those characters and move them forward into the future. Um, and and yeah, I'm with you. And, and, and I have really felt like Shadowlands has barely scratched the surface of bringing back like much love dead characters. Um, I think to its credit. And so when, now that they're starting to pop up in, in this point one, it's like, it's, I'm like legitimately excited for it. Cause I think they were patient, which is hilarious. Cause I played night Fay and it's just like, Hey, you do like you, Sarah. Do you really like you, Sarah? Here's all this. You Sarah. let's just take you, Sarah and just smear you, Sarah on everything. <laughs> hey, hey, you like Alex Straza? You want to go see Alex Straza? Oh, about Will Sandy? You like Will Sandy? Oh, about Razan? Do you like, do you like Razan? Like Razan? Get Razan. <laughs> And you know what? I do. I do. World of Warcraft developers. You remember Holm High Mountain? You don't? Well, here he is anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You you like Holm High Mountain? I mean, he's okay, I guess. Was was Holm High Mountain your favorite character? No? Well, he's probably someone. Serious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Was the whole history of Azeroth a thing that you care about a little bit? Well, uh, redo it through a play. (laughs) And I loved every second of it. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Night Fae Best Covenant. Um, uh, so yeah, and I, 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 that was one of my big, big worries about um, 
about uh, Shadowlands. Shadowlands. I was going to get a repeat of that feeling from Wad, where it's just like, it's going to be too much fan service, going to be too many like characters cropping up who we're supposed to recognize and be happy about and stuff like that. Um, and it, it hasn't been like that. I've been really pleased. And I guess, yeah, I guess it is because it's a continuation of those characters rather than a rewriting, which is what Wad felt like. And nothing in Wad felt particularly uh, impactful because, you know, alternative universe, who cares? Valen's died. My Valen's still alive. Who cares? <laughs> oh the proper God, Valen yeah. is still alive. Everything. Why would I be upset about this fake Valen? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 with you there. It's uh makes a lot of sense. But okay, I think we can move on from from like character based discussion and and kind of start to start to to wrap this up. Um, but well, another thing that's noticeable actually uh, in the opening scenario uh, to get into just while we're on the character section of this show. Uh, is that a, a, one thing, a line that is repeated almost too often for it to be throwaway is people asking where Anduin is. People know at this stage that Anduin has been turned or like controlled by the jailer. Yeah, so and, I, I did uh, poke around a little bit in 9.1 yeah. and I love like in the very first quest you, you get, it's like, we weren't prepared. Oh, he, it was terrible when the, when the, uh, the, the Kyrian show up and you click and it's like uh, uh placeholder cinematic. It's like, we've all seen it. We know yeah. what cinematic you're showing us. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? It's done. It's made. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that gave me a giggle. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's- um, and, and the, the whole kind of opening battle. People are like, Ooh, where's Anduin? Why, why is he not taking part in this battle since he's like the jailer's new, like, uh, you know, hero and stuff like that. So yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But he's uh, in his dorm room listening to, to hybrid theory. Say again. He's in his dorm room listening to hybrid theory. <laughs> he's like, oh, I just love the overlapping lyrics and this taking back Sunday. <laughs> i wish i wish i could find other bands that do overlapping lyrics but there aren't any it's only taking back sunday let me tell you about this band called fallout boy (laughs) yeah it's uh, um so yeah that 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 is um interesting there's definitely like a shadow and when stories clearly gonna go way beyond uh 9.1 put it that way yeah i mean the fact that like he by virtue of him not being a boss in mm-hmm. in sanctum of domination clearly i think whatever's going with on with anduin is not going to get wrapped up in in point one um and it, it the whole thing as you mentioned it, 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 there's like a shadow of anduin's attack that just kind of hangs over this whole patch yeah um and I'm it's funny too because to, it echoes uh, archon. i'm looking forward to the archon getting stabbed again in 9.2 though she gets stabbed in every patch she took a big old <laughs> spear in 9.0 she's like a big old mom blade in 9.1 i'm just looking forward to seeing what she gets stabbed by in 9.2 oh in 9.2 a hunter is going to be standing there with sylvanas's bow and it's just accidentally going to discharge and she's going to get smacked with a wailing arrow and she's going to look at a hunter just goes oh i'm so sorry i was cleaning it and it went off (laughs) and like the archon's just like not again They, they updated the archive model too. She has like a scar yes. uh, where she got stabbed. <laughs> <sighs> She's just going to be like that guy in, uh, was in uh, <laughs> Austin Powers who just keeps getting horribly injured. Will, Will Ferrell's character, isn't it? 
She needs to get herself one of those uh, one of those stab suits that all the new more baddies wear. Have you seen like all the new bosses, all the new more baddies and Torghast and stuff? Like that, I, I get it, right? They're like the old more guys, like the old more swarm, but they they they're like extra big kind of armor they're extra padded you must have seen them they've got like really yes. long arms and kind of like really pad- and they all look like they're wearing those uh like dog attack suits that dog trainers Dude, wear. yeah the uh what are they calling them? i think they call them the construct giants i like yeah, I, yeah. I, I they all look like dog trainers they all look like they're just stepping they're into a, a little and like the attack dogs are getting unleashed to be training them and like like Archon needs one of them suits clearly there's clearly. so many designs in this expansion that I gush over that I just love that it's just, it is just Lich King ice crown aesthetic <laughs> cranked up to 11. And I just do not know where to start complimenting it. The construct giants are not one of those designs. <laughs> they are so doofy looking. <laughs> That's so goofy looking, but they, they've genuinely like grown on me. I think they're it, great. And I also see, I thing. feel like oh, an oh, artist oh. Like, 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 like you've done so many good things. So I feel like I always feel bad about like critiquing art, even though like it's, I literally went to school and spent four years critiquing art, but like, it literally looks like I could see an artist on the wow team sitting in their backyard with like a furnace fire pit going, you know, what? I'm going to make a character out of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the way I love the way like, like the, the brief was obviously like, okay, so you know all the more guys from Torgast and from the more uh we like in 9.1, it needs to be like more badass versions of them. So like same aesthetic, same feel, but more badass. And like they, they sat there and they're like, hmm. Okay, well, how do we make them more badass? Well, one, we can just make all their armor bigger. Okay, so just bigger armor. And then someone went, and how make how about some of it is gold? It's like so so they've just got bigger armor and some of them have gold armor and that's it. And it's brilliant. It's like proper video game like hierarchy signals there. It's like, how do I know this baddie is more badass than the 9.0 version? Because his fucking armor is gold, mate. That's how. That's how you know. Brilliant. Yeah. The the, the more humanoid. So and uh, joking aside, I think it looks great. The uh, new the new humanoid ones too. Like I think they're they're labeled as tormentors in the in the data mining. There's also a new necromancer yeah. v- model. Those all look amazing. Like yeah, they do. I'm so I'm so still like I. The only reason I like want to kind of take the piss out of the construct giants just a little bit is because I think everything else I have seen uh, model wise is just magnifique. Oh yeah, I, I like all the model and like the new mount models, the hand models, and things like that. Uh, there's, there's, as you would expect, like uh, all of that super fun stuff going on uh, with a new patch, which is one of the more satisfying things about any new patch, you know. Um, so uh, when it first hits the PTR, it's like it is like that. It's a very exciting time um, of getting all these data mines. And you know, Jeff Hamilton was on Twitch, uh, Twitter. Um, who's a systems designer saying, uh, you know, oh, they haven't found everything weird. So there's, there's more in there. More. <laughs> so, uh, there's more in there. So, we haven't even mentioned like the, all the new covenant, uh, all the new conduit uh, ranks and empowered conduits and the stuff getting, which is really going to kind of be the bread and butter really, which is the gameplay stuff. Yeah. There's um, a lot of, a lot energy. of system tweaks and I'd like, I'm not even yeah, sure what it's exactly. again. Cause we're going to like, that, that's why this is going to be a long PTR is because they'll be sorting all that stuff out. Yeah. Cause we're getting you know, stars and like Torghast. Sorry. We're getting stars and Torghast. We're getting a new, uh, currency 
yeah. for upgrading the eye level of legendaries that has nothing to do with soul ash. Uh, yes. Additional soul bind tiers. Uh, they are, it, it, there's going to be a, a, an integration, integration of like a, a blizzard raider IO system, which is going to be put into the game as well uh, to kind of keep track of people's mythic plus scores. Um, so like an in a baked in raider.io um, is going to be, is going to be part of 9.1 as well. Some really interesting things. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. All the, we didn't talk about mounts. We didn't talk about. All right, here's the most mundane. The most mundane thing that I'm super excited about, and maybe, maybe this will see us out of the episode, which is transmogging one shoulder to be different from the other. First thing I did. I'm so excited. It's so goofy. It's so dumb, but I love it. I'm I'm particularly really excited because I always like the Herod shoulder at a Scarlet Monastery. I love having one shoulder, and yeah. now I get to do that with any shoulder I want. I like asymmetrical silhouettes. I have, I'm like a big dork about them, and now I can make my own. I'm not limited to just the shoulders they've given me that is just one shoulder. I'm very happy for you. As you know, <laughs> I am all about that ass. Pathetic. <laughs> Let it be known. Uh, any mouse well, yeah, that you... Yeah, tuning to do. And lo- like, obviously... In week one of PTR, everything is massively unbalanced when it comes to numbers and stuff like, which is why, you know, it's our, it's our job to kind of report that stuff is, is unbalanced and, and wrong, but it's not really, it, it seems a bit silly to complain about it. It's like, oh, it's in, the, in the Shadowlands alpha, when, um, you know, the, uh, the Venthyr ability was really unbalanced, the, the teleport, and everyone was like, well, this is just proof that covenants don't work because everyone's going to be Venthyr. Why would you not go Venthyr with this teleport? It's game-breaking. doesn't matter what any of the other abilities are. doesn't matter what your class-specific ability is. If you don't go Venthyr, you're trolling because you got to choose. And it's like, do you think they might change it? don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe this is just an example of an ability that they might change rather than it be, you know. I don't know. <laughs> It's the point. So it it's the point game. of the turns PTR. Out, turns out, didn't break the games. Weird. It's funny that, and, and you know, like it's the same with all the iterations of the new uh, legendaries and things like that. You know, some will end up unbalanced or whatever. But I'd take any unbalance now with a pinch of salt for what it means for the future. Yeah, report it. You know, point out when things are really unbalanced and give feedback on it. But don't act like it's going to be that way forever because. That's our job to make sure it's not, right? It's the whole point. It's the whole point of the PTR is to actually test this thing and get it in the hands of, of much more, so many more players than they can test internally with their own yeah. team. Um, you're just going to break things so much faster and find obvious yeah. issues yeah. much quicker. Um, and it's like, boy, other other Blizzard games should do this. Uh, I can't think of any other game that recently had a major expansion launch that had serious imbalance issues. Hi, Hearthstone. How you doing? maybe you should consider a PTR. That was another thing that people said I was an idiot about, by the way, for saying I didn't think the Venthyr ability was going to end up being broken and breaking the game. And people were like, you're an idiot, Tally. At the mo- you're, a, you're a troll if you don't take Venthyr. Everyone's going to go Venthyr. And I was like, I just don't think it's going to break the game. Sorry, I just don't think it is. I, I always said the Night Fae one was much better. Everyone agrees with me now, but at the time, everyone called me an idiot. So there we go. You're, you're clearly an idiot, yeah. I am an idiot, but I'm right about WoW stuff a lot. I, I, it's, it's only everything else that I'm an idiot about. The Venthyr <laughs> teleport I, I hold is still cooler than the Night Fae ability, but the Night Fae ability oh, yeah. is so much more usable well, in everyday I've situations. Got a few different, 
I've got a few different soul shapes on my uh, on my um, Night Fae character now. Um, and uh, like genuinely, if you had told uh, me that it'd be cool. really into the moth form, I'd have been like, "You're nuts!" But I love the moth form. I can't stop oh, using so it. It's gorgeous. I love moth form. But one day they're going to give us the the, uh, the chonky cat form, and that's going to be so good. Well, they're better anyway. They're I want more around. tiny critters. I know I can get them as pets, but I want to run around as a squirrel. I want to be the squirrel. My suspicion is that Blizz are wary of making you be like a little critter or chonky cat or something because it might make you hard to spot in PvP or something. Uh, and I, I bet it's some lame reason like that why they're not doing it. Uh, and I say, yo, Blizz, give us the chonky cat soul shape, please. Give Thank a you. big, I don't know, magical aura effect around the tiny squirrel and that's my actual hitbox. Fair. Very fair. Is this the creative way? I mean, look at these chunky-ass moth guards, man. Just, you know, they're, they're Blizzard is making peace with their chunk. They're finding their inner chunk. I think I think they can figure it out. So. Yep. But, um, it's, 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 I mean, this is exciting, man. Like, it's, it concerns about uh, the new area and, and kind of not so exciting nature of, of daily quests aside. It's like... I I th- I think we're we're just as likely to be overly critical of stuff like that because of the weight and also just as likely to just be stoked as shit about silly stuff like transmogging one shoulder to be different from the other. Yeah, uh, it's so, so easy to because of the weight. <laughs> like like, it's like none of these systems work. They're all broken. Everything's unbalanced and it's boring. Yeah, but the shoulders, though. Why didn't you just say so? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I think it's also... We didn't talk about the new Uther model. We're getting a new Uther model, and... New Uther model, there's a new... Uh, there's a new... Okay, so there's also new building models, which is really interesting that have popped up in data mining, uh, like human town models. Now, there is part of the Kyrian campaign in 9.1 where you go to Arundel, um, and people are speculating that's where the new human building models are going to crop up. However, they're not actually there right now in 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 the uh, the quest line in question. So some people are whispering. They're definitely wrong, but I just like the idea. Some people are whispering that maybe it's some kind of player housing thing. Oh, no. they're definitely wrong. No but that's way. what people are talking about. No way. Nope. Yeah, um, but it's, it's it's super interesting. I, there's just a lot. A lot of interesting things. But for me, one of the most interesting things is that uh, the way the story seems to be going in 9.1 does seem to back up a theory that lots of people have and speculation that a lot of people have that uh, 9.1 is going to be kind of like the bow on the more as a story kind of setting and kind of maybe even on the Shadowlands as a story setting and that you know, after 9.1, the narrative is very much going to be set up to go somewhere completely different, whether it be a whole new place in the Shadowlands where we don't need to go to the moor at all anymore. Uh, and, and it just changes the aesthetic and changes everything completely. Um, or if, if the action even were to move out of the Shadowlands entirely and to take a more kind of uh, cosmosy vibe, um, then uh, it does certainly seem like 9.1 could be building up to kind of put a put a bit of a bow on the expansion narrative as we know it and go somewhere completely different much like 7.2 did going into 7.3 um yeah one might say the jailer's gonna uh break his rusty cage and run oh 100 percent. the jailer is going to escape from the moor uh, this ex- uh, in in this. I cannot this wait for nine point two jailers day out. 
The jailer in Europe. <laughs> the jailer goes to Manhattan. <laughs> jailer 2, pig in the city. I can't wait for Jailer X, jailer in space. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. Uh, but, but you know, it's something we talked about a lot in the build-up to 9.1, and now the PTR is here. What we know about the narrative, it certainly seems to be bearing that out. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, we've spent enough time in the mall. I think I think yeah. even the, the dev team, they're kind of ready to move on from the mall. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of cool to double down on the more in 9.1. It's a, it's a fun concept to really kind of, you know, go, okay, fine. Well, we're, we're going full more. <laughs> we're going full on more for 9.1 uh, and then we're done with it forever. It's a major concept of the expansion. Uh, it's yeah. a major, major set piece. And it was in... The launch patch, it was really just kind of a means to an end for for dailies. Yeah. And, and so, I've got to say, it is fun to see the change in the more in 9.1. It is fun to have like a covenant presence there. It is fun that like the Eye of the Jailer isn't a thing anymore. It is fun that you can mount there. Like to see that progression from one patch to the next and how you have made it safer for yourself and for others and how it is just like not such a dangerous place. It's not such a, an annoying place to get around anymore. Like, that is fun and it does pay off. It's cool. I agree. I'm I'm overall looking forward to the 9.1. Uh, share some concerns with, with the daily nature of it that you do, but yeah, I want to collect but some I think, things. I, I think I'm, I'm hopeful because I think the Renown system of delivering a story is a good way of delivering story. It gives you new story every week. Uh, and it, uh, you know, it gives you just enough work to do to progress that story and to get into the story quests so that you feel like you are doing something for it. I just think Renown is a good, I, I think Renown Levels is a good story delivery system. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Covenant campaigns and uh, in, in 9.0. Yeah, I, I um, have too. It, it seems cut more from a class hall DNA than war campaign DNA. And absolutely. that's about the highest compliment I can pay it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the Covenant campaigns were superior to the Class Hall campaigns as well. Um, um, I thought, oh no, like you might have enjoyed Class Halls more as a system, uh, but like a lot of the chapters of those Class Hall campaigns were send these uh, followers out on a mission table mission. See you next week. I think that's fair. Like, don't forget that. That's, that's, <laughs> um, that's you know, fair. Um, but how many? Yeah, I, I, like rogue chapter kind of infiltrating Stormwind, there was a, send these people on a, on a mission table mission. See you in 18 hours. I, I don't know if it's factually the case, but I, I, I have a sense that the campaign, the class hall campaigns just had so many more weeks of filler. Like I think, I think also to me, the covenant campaigns also seem more, more trimmed down to. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're, they're much more direct. Yeah. Yeah. So by virtue of being shorter, there's not as much bloat, even though as I think we joked about last week, I couldn't, if I had to administer one more antidote to somebody in Night Fae, I was going to scream. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they had two making an antidote for a curse for someone you've never met before now quests in two weeks in a row. And that was terrible. Um, but like, um, no, the, um, the uh, I mean, I, I think I'm right in saying the, the Order Hall campaigns were the progress in them when New Bits Unlocked were based around artifact power and or rep. So, like, that's why, that's one of the reasons I think Renown is a much better delivery system is because 
it is that much more direct. You're not going to get behind on your rep and fall behind on it. And, and like people take rep at different kind of speeds and, and paces and stuff. So, you know, it's easier to tell a, a streamlined story with renown than it is, uh, the, the order hall. I think it works. I, I, I do too. And I'm on pace to, uh, think this is wildly better than, than a pathfinder system in terms of, of unlocking flying. So like, I, mm-hmm. I cannot see a way that 9.1 ends my enjoyment of renown and just thinking it's a, a much more just digestible and, and, and fun way to, to check some boxes to eventually fly. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about it and uh, we have, we'll have a chat, um, but we might start kind of focusing on, on singular things as we march towards 9.1 or, uh, or I don't know. Turn oh, I, think into- I think there's certainly going to be a lot of story and like uh, kind of law stuff to, to be talking about uh, in the coming weeks for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So. Well, wonderful. Well, folks, uh, I think it's going to bring us to the end of this episode, which means it's time to remind you that if you want to be a part of this show, if you want to write in, let us know your thoughts, give us ideas for future episodes, or be a part of a mailbag, you can do so at wowkillercast at gmail.com. That is our inbox. I read each and every email in there. I, I don't reply to you all. I apologize. We, we, we get a few. We get a few. You can up your chances by, by uh, like making your point clear and keeping the email relatively, relatively short. Also, bonus points if you don't double space. I hate double spacing. Just want to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> I can see it, and my it just like makes my eyes like it like makes my eyes also nauseous. Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. You can bribe me. Bribery always works. Always works. Listen, I'm not. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing stopping me from accepting bribes. So, yeah, nothing stopping me at all. Not even my own moral fiber, which is indeed weak. So, <laughs> it's well known wowkillercast at gmail.com you can tweet at wowkillercast you can find the show on youtube at youtube.com slash wowkiller and if you are listening to the sound of my voice in an audio format congratulations you are listening to the podcast do us a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast however you're listening to it you on spotify you on apple podcasts you on something that's on android i have no idea i've been iphone since 3gs so uh i don't understand your 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 device but subscribe because it does help the show out and listen maybe you take a week off maybe you don't download the show just download the show every week that helps us out everyone's always like how can we help we don't have a patreon the way you can help the show is just download the episode every single week so go do that and tell a friend so that they download the episode every single week. Um, but before we go, Talias and if folks are somehow unaware of the fact that you have a massive World of Warcraft YouTube empire, where can they find said massive World of Warcraft YouTube empire? Uh, Talias and Nefertel do games on YouTube. It basically, if you want to see all the stuff we've been talking about uh, in this episode, go to Wowhead. But if you're out on YouTube, <laughs> come watch our channel because we'll be showing it all to you on the Weekly Reset, which is our weekly show. We do little videos as well. Uh, we stream on this channel, which we're streaming on right now, uh, Talias and Evertel, uh, where me and Evertel stream on the regular. We have a morning show in the mornings, uh, and then one of us will stream in the afternoon. I believe that tomorrow is Evie's turn. I think she'll be streaming tomorrow afternoon, doing a, an Evie solo stream. Uh, always good fun. Um, uh, so join us there and join us on, on, on Twitter, where we'll... Um, tell you that your favorite politician's an idiot <laughs> oh okay uh yeah i don't have ruffles and feathers yeah i don't have a favorite uh, but what about you garrett because i don't watch any of your stuff but if i wanted to which i don't want to but if i ever did where would i find it uh, 
you can find it at amove.tv. It's A-M-O-V-E dot TV. This podcast is over there, and every single other one that I produce can be found there as well. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff happening in Hearthstone right now, so I'll probably uh, want to pimp a podcast called The Angry Chicken. It's a podcast all about Hearthstone that I am on. Um, we're talking about the new expansion. We're talking about the nerfs that came in to make the new expansion interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so you should go check that out. New episode went up this past Monday. Everything else I do can be found at amove.tv, so go check that out. I'm on Twitter at Garrett Art, and that is going to do it. You told me, Garrett, uh, in a pre-show a few weeks ago, that the new Hearthstone expansion is the best expansion ever. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I would never say that. Mm-hmm. It's too hard to know right away. Sounds like you changed your mind, is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm Sounds f- like fickle like the wind i feel like i said it was the single biggest upset to hearthstone the game has ever seen oh i see oh i'll go and check the vod i'll go and check the that vod. is that is factual <laughs> that is factual look yeah you're gonna go for, yeah whatever f off you're gonna leave. i'll find it <laughs> we're gonna end this recording and you're gonna leave so quick there's gonna be a cartoon <laughs> dust cloud so desperate for poo right now um <laughs> It's going to look like Space Jam with a cartoon cloud where you used to be. As oh, a, I see. As opposed to current Space Jam, which is apparently, I don't know, Ready Player One, a sequel is what I garnered from the really? trailer. Dude, it looks like Ready Player One. It's a bunch of like non-cartoon movie references all up in that business. I, oh. I'm very okay. I, I have not been following the, hey, the hey, Space Jam before we news. Go, Sorry, everyone. I'll leave you with this completely. It has nothing to do with World of Warcraft thought, which is, hey, Taliesin, if I had told you that Clockwork Orange would be a reference in the next Space Jam, would you have believed me? I mean, they've referenced it in The Simpsons, so yeah, why not? Oh, okay, then never mind, because yeah, there's like Clockwork Orange dudes hanging out in Space Jam. Okay, that is a bit weird. Fair yeah. enough. What, with the big cod pieces and stuff? Yep. With the, a bit of the old in-out, in-out? <laughs> yes. It's a bit much, isn't it? And there was, I've, all I've seen is angry, like, YouTubers saying that they're desexualizing Space Jam because the rabbit doesn't have big tits anymore. Um, but apparently the rabbit does, and the rabbit never had big tits anyway, and they were just talking about, like, a porn version that they'd seen. <laughs> <laughs> I saw lots of YouTubers very angry that they were desexualizing the rabbit character. Listen, like, the female Lola, rabbit, Lola Bunny. Lola. They, were, they, were, they were sharing pictures of Lola Bunny with big breasts and saying, look, this is what she was like in the original Space Jam, and look at her in the new Space Jam. They've, they've, they've cancelled, they've censored her breasts, but it turns out that picture they were sharing of of the original Lola Bunny was like literally pornographic fan art. Well, as someone who never watched Space Jam, obviously, because YouTubers are idiots. Um, well, as someone who um, is all about that aesthetic, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't paying attention, so yeah, that's going to yeah. do it for this episode of Wild Killer. Clearly, we need to bring this to an end. So until next time, good luck and have fun, everyone. See ya. See you on the PTR, maybe.